Hello, and welcome to the Thrive in Change podcast. I'm Shannon LaBruyere. Hello, everybody. It's me, Shannon LaBruyere. I am live and loving it tonight. So glad you decided to join me to learn how to thrive in change. The change we want, the change we just planned for all of our lives, the change we didn't want that took us by surprise. But either way, we can get good at being resilient, being flexible. Mm -hmm. And I just ran up as a flight of stairs, you guys. So I'm breathing hard, but I'm glad you're here. I am so glad you're here. So welcome to tonight's broadcast. For those of you who are watching, I just want you to know you can say hi in the comments. Let us know where you're from, that you're here. Uh, Say hello. We're going to introduce our special guest in just a minute. And so certainly say hi to her when you get a chance. And if you've got questions or comments, now's the time to get started. So give me some thumbs up. Give me those hearts when you love it. You know, if you're mad, you can put it on there. I'll take it. Right? Those hearts, right, Carla? So (laughs) that's right. We love it. (laughs) You did it exactly right. I love it. So tonight we are going to be talking about the Thrive and Change Principle, Trust Mm -hmm. the Process. And I am delighted to have a process expert here. I am also delighted to let you guys know if you are a coffee drinker, raise your hand. If you're a coffee drinker, you can get the world's best coffee. I'm not lying. It is my favorite at thumbroastcoffee.com. And you get a special discount because you are a Sunday Night Live and Thrive in Change listener. And all you have to do is put Thrive in the discount code to get 15% off. I encourage you to check it out. If you've not tried great coffee, now's a good time to do it. You deserve it. You've been in quarantine for six months. Go out there, get yourself some coffee. They'll put it in your mailbox. It'll be awesome. So we're excited about that. Make sure you check it out. Oh, let me see. Another thing you guys can watch for, and I will be posting it on my Thrive and Change page. I am going to do a Zoom training with my live stream leadership people. And I thought it might be cool if you guys watched it or you were able to see what we're talking about because um, I'm not a Zoom expert, but I know enough to help you. So if you want to tune in, I'm going to be posting that on my Thrive and Change page right where you're seeing this. And you'll be able to learn what the toolbar is for, some of the creative things you can do in a meeting so that it's not boring and putting people to sleep. So it'll be fun. We'll spend an hour (laughs) on that on Tuesday at noon Eastern. And I think that's all of my announcements. With that, I am going to introduce our guest. My guest today is Carla Andrews, and she is an inspirepreneur which I love that, Carla. What a great title and name. You're an inspirepreneur. So you inspire people in their businesses, right? Yeah. In their branding. Yeah. And I met Carla through the John Maxwell team, but sort of sideways because the first time I ever spoke with Carla, 
it was when we were asked to join together mm-hmm. to do a prayer call. Yeah. And we did that for over a year, right? We had a prayer call on, I think, Monday mornings at 6 a.m. Exactly. or 6.30 a.m. And that is where I met Carly. It was yeah. 6.30. Yeah, that half hour counts, doesn't it? <laughs> that extra little sleep. And that's where I met Carla. And I experienced the glorious, how do I want to put it? The inspirational powers of Carla. <laughs> because Carla, I'm just going to tell you, you are so articulate and such an encourager. And that combination was powerful for me. And I want to thank you for the things you shared and said. I want to thank you for being with us tonight to talk about trust the process. And you're uniquely qualified, I think, to talk about processes because you've you've got a background in process and engineering, right? Yes, I've actually uh, graduated uh, in systems engineering, and we had to deal with a lot with operations, process, um, systems, and most of those things in regards to uh, managing the quality aspect on the engineering um, projects. So it was uh, it was pretty interesting. Of all the things I've learned about process, to, of course, to get a lot of those balls uh, moving in regards to getting things you know accomplished. So process is yeah. is, is key. Especially when you're dealing with change, processes is one of the major, major components of change. I love it. And I agree with you. And I can't wait to hear your take on it. So, Carla, take it away. Tell us what trust the process means to you. And if people have questions, please type them in. We've got some people who are jumping on and saying hi. Let's see. We've got Barbara Littles in the house. She says Carla is a pro in the process. Uh, Carol Cook is here saying she's excited to be Hi, here. Carol. So um, we've got people rooting for you, Carla, and we can't wait to hear what you have to say. Let's hear it. Well, well first of all, thank you so much. It's an honor to be here with you. Um, you're, you're such a gracious host, hostess, right? And you're just beautiful inside out. Uh, from the time mm-hmm. I've met you, it was always uh, such a welcoming, nurturing. You're such a loving person. And when I connected with you in regard to coming here, I was so excited because I know you, this, this is phenomenal. You know, Shannon, this is phenomenal in regards to, you know, just sharing with people about change and thriving, right? You know, change is such a, a word of you know, uncertainty and, you know, sometimes it brings fear, but putting that word thriving in, in front of it is uh it makes it more comforting and more embracing to be able to to embrace change. So really, really appreciate it. I'm here with you today to talk about trust the process. Awesome. And so, so what I want to do is, of course, uh, take a, a eagle's level about trusting the process, because you can okay. see it in so many different ways, right? You could do it on mm-hmm. an organizational level, and then bringing it more mm-hmm. in a departmental or team level, and then goes sure. to even deeper on a personal level. So mm-hmm. I, I want to focus uh, just a little bit more on the personal aspect, even though, of course, any way that we use the process, the process, the whole thing about process is using it for for us. For really, it's really personal growth. I look at it. I look at it in the sense of personal growth, right? So okay. if you are if you are in the, in the, let's say, an organizational, your leader, mm-hmm. 
your brain change into an organization. You need that mm -hmm. vision. You need a strategy. You need, of course, a way to execute that strategy plan. Mm -hmm. But there needs to be a process. Now, if we're bringing in a team, it's the same aspect. As a leader, you're able to bring that vision to the team, and then the team has to trust you, right, as a leader, and then bringing it into using a process to move it forth. But when it comes right. to that personal aspect of us, Shannon, mm -hmm. I mean, it really can be a little scary because a lot of times we're, we, we could be uh, in a space where we always want to be in control. So now you're asking me to trust what process? What do you mean by process? Can you just explain to me exactly what's happening, when it's going to happen? And sometimes it's, that's not the case. Sometimes it's yeah. coming forth and, and, right? It doesn't come a lot of times with a, a, a blueprint for you to follow when you're going through a personal journey. And so yeah. understanding to getting some clarity is very important up front to be yeah. able to have a, a process is going to take some walking in your purpose. Does that make sense? As you're walking in your purpose, you're learning more of where you need to go. It's almost like a, the GPS of who you are okay. trying to become. Does yeah. that make so sense? It, I think it does. So what I'm hearing you say is if I know my purpose, my process is going to follow that. And if I'm not in my purpose and I don't know it, I don't know what process to follow <laughs> because I have the different processes take us different places. Am I right? Yeah, if, you, if you don't have the clarity, you're trying to grab at everything. There is no process into how you're moving forth in life, how you're following, right? Your calling, your purpose, because there's clarity. But it, once you have a, a clarity as to what it is that you should do or how you need to do it, then now a process could be put in place. So if, for instance, I think of my son when he's playing, when he's playing um, football, when he was playing football, he was the running back and he was trying to get to the end zone. So as he's, mm -hmm. he had a goal to achieve, he had a yeah. place to go, a, 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 a place to go and a purpose to get to the end zone. So there, there was mm -hmm. a process. He would go with the coach. They would identify the process to get to that end zone. And mm -hmm. even though he didn't know exactly who was going to come to tackle him or whatever, but he knew he had to get to that goal. So he's yeah. pushing through and things can be, you know, things can be perfect on one day. Things can be on the other day. But the whole thing is to get to that goal. And understanding that once you get a process, certain things can change, but still keeping an aim to what the results that you're looking for. But the only way you can do that, right, is to march toward that goal and then what, be able we have to, to, move. to achieve that. Yeah, we, we have, have to, move, to move, right? We have to move. Have I, to I move. love the example of your son in the running back because, yeah, he doesn't know what obstacles would be coming his way. He just knows that he is going to be, he is going to dodge them. He will juke and jive and do whatever he needs to do to get as far as he can get before it takes him yes. down. And I love that. And the clarity really is the key, isn't it? Knowing what our purpose it is. is. Hmm. It is. Because he knew that his positioning, right? His calling mm -hmm. on the field is a running back. Now, I yeah. know I'm not sure if everyone uh, on the call is, is aware of all the different, you know, positions in, in football. But I was using that as an example. 
But yeah. in, in a sense, if once he received that clarity that he was, let's say, the running back, he's not the quarterback, he's not the tight end, mm-hmm. he's not the mm-hmm. other positions, he knows that his job is to carry the, the ball to the end zone. But before that, there was a process put in place by the leader, the coach. Yeah. Yeah. And so the coach, so who is who is creating that process in your life? Is mm-hmm. it you? Is it a coach? Is it a mentor? Yeah. Is it an advisor? Mm-hmm. Or, or are you following the process of what the pastor is saying? What is who how are you setting up that process? So of yeah. course, with the coach with the clipboard, he's writing down the process of how to get to the end zone. Yeah. As he has to re- understand, as he's the running back, he's not the coach. He's trusting the process yeah. to be able to take that information yeah. and then come up with a strategy to be able to write there as he's walking his purpose to the end zone. Yeah. There's so much you can write on the clipboard, but there's others that you have to walk it out, create it and become it and do it. And then you get the results and the outcomes that you're looking and you're seeking. Okay. But of so, course, there's a process that has to be put in place. So I, this is an interesting example you're using because now it's got me thinking. So sometimes we can look at the obstacles that come at us, the, the roadblocks, mm-hmm. the things that try, and we think that we must be doing the wrong thing. Um, but what you're saying is no, that, that that's a twofold process. Part of it we know. We know where we're going. Mm-hmm. The other part of this process is there's some stuff I don't know, but I'll find out as I walk. Exactly. So it's, oh it's easier. So it's, it's easier if you know if we were talking about let's say an organization, right? The leader sits at the table in the in the boardroom and says, "Okay, we have to produce this much. This is what we're going to do. This is the process we're going to put in place. We're going to use these systems. These people will be uh, be a part of the team that helps support these processes. And then you're the champion of this process. And then you get it to um, use it with these systems. And then we're looking at quarter one to get this results. That's pretty kind of on the easier side when you're dealing with process. But when you you're make dealing it sound with <laughs> right. But 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 what's what's beautiful is that we're going through a process. We're going yeah. through a process of becoming. We're going through a process of we have dreams, we have goals. We want yeah. to set these goals and and achieve these goals, but you have to have a process in place. But mm-hmm. how are you placing the process is important. And then be able to identify what are those gaps, what are those things that you need to accomplish to get that results that you're looking for. So the process really becomes that like that GPS to walking your purpose to serving others, to elevating your life, to living your best life. Without a process, you're just living by default. So it's very necessary in your life to have one, but the key is how do you identify it? Who do you sit with? Do you write it down on a weekly basis every Sunday night? Do you hire a coach to help you put the process, the blueprint, the roadmap, the framework in place and say, okay, I will follow this for 90 days? What process are you following to get to the results that you want? Carla, that is awesome. I I love that. We can't always do it ourselves. We need help, right? I know, I know. For me, uh, 
for me to get clarity and take action, I need somebody to hold me accountable. I need somebody that's saying, hey, how's it going? They're not beating me up over it, <laughs> but they're checking in, right? Yeah. Um, I think sometimes, I think sometimes some of the people I work with, they give away too much of their process. They think mm. other people have to own it. Can you talk a little bit about that? So some people, they want to control everything, right? I want to be in charge. What about the people who don't want to control anything at all? What, what's their process? A lot. And, and it's interesting because that's uh, that's when they're looking into basically not, own, not as you mentioned, not owning it. But what's, what's happening is the accountability. This is where systems and processes come in place. Okay. To have those accountabilities in place to say that you're responsible for this. And then checking in every so often along the way, the, um, I adding a timeline to share with the person or to sit down with the person, right? And say, maybe yeah. what we do a quarterly or monthly or weekly, and then be yeah. able to hold the person accountable. This is the part that you're responsible for of the process. And this is the part that someone else is responsible. And it's kind of difficult once you identify where these milestones are or these or on the timeline that the person will not hold up to their responsibility because it's going to show up very quickly. A lot of times when things fall, right? When it falls apart, is because there were no process, no systems, no accountability were put in place for that person to be held right uh, accountable to. So it's very important to have that accountability through process. Someone has to manage process. Process doesn't happen on its own. If not, it's just a default uh, situation. Right. It's just random. It's the, random. The, the term process means there was some intentional thought that went yes. into what that looks like. So, so it's about clarity right clear clarity walking in our purpose because when mm -hmm. we're clear we can walk in our purpose and the, then we've got a plan we know where we're going so we've got a process this is how we're going to get there and then we've got the surprises uh and then we've got the accountability piece when we are holding ourselves and asking others that we trust to hold us accountable it allows that process to actually do its job and you know if you're winning or not you know if you're getting there Exactly. This and wow. this is where a coaching, like having a coach, really helps support mm -hmm. you as you're as you're going through a process of let's say personal growth. Okay. When you have a Shannon in your life, and Shannon is calling me on let's say you know Friday nights, just to yeah. check up on me and checking to see that what I placed on my calendar and that I wanted to get accomplished for let's say a ninety day plan, and then Shannon is checking with me. You're checking with me. That's going to help me to continue along this process of growth. So usually when yeah. it's on, when it when it comes to personal, it's a personal growth journey and be mm -hmm. able to have something to follow so that you do accomplish faster what it is that you wanted to. A lot of times when we don't have these coaches and I'm sure many of us can, you know, agree to this, you know, a lot when you don't have someone in a, a certain project or a personal project, it may take us 5 years. But by having a coach, it may take five months. Right. And I'm, I'm sure you've heard of things that way. Yeah. Yeah, it accelerates. I, what I, I tell my clients is I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to bug you. I'm not going to harass you. But I am going to make sure that you have every opportunity to keep the promises you made to yourself. Yes. Exactly. Because that's the promises we make to ourselves. That's the process that we're going to follow. And we need help doing it for sure.
Gosh, Carla. So this, this wisdom that it's so easily transferable from a work site to personal growth because it's principle-based, right? It's, it's, it's principle-based. Principle. It's, it's exactly how if you have a leader, let's say the leader is the coach of the team, he's going to yeah. place that vision and that. and But the big word about behind process, to trust the process, is the word trust. Yeah. Because oh. if, if you're a coach and I'm the client and I'm not trusting how you're helping me, then a lot of times yeah. that the effort goes out the window, right? It's, it's having a trust in oh, you, yeah. Shannon, that you can help me. Yeah. And then it becomes this partnership mm -hmm. right. for us to go through this process that you've laid, laid in front of me and then say, you know, we're going to take, mm -hmm. we're going to be able to um, find ourselves and navigate this journey that you're going through in life uh, with part A, part B, part C, and then me in agreement with it aligning with it and then now implementing yeah. it and then you know, but that yeah. all that comes from the word trust trusting the process but for me to trust the process yeah. how you come forth with the process how you explain the process how i receive the process is going to make a big difference of how we execute the process and then be able to get the yeah. results we're looking for the desired results that we're looking for whether it's weight loss whether it's building a business uh, whether it could be building better relationships or uh, whatever right. that, whatever the results, the desired outcome is, it's going to matter of how, yeah. how I lean in into the process mm -hmm. or am I just half doing right. it? And this is where the results. And, um, and that's interesting, this idea of leaning in, because I'm picturing putting your foot down and putting pressure on it and leaning in. And if you don't trust it, that process, you're not going to lean in, right? So that trust piece is so, so critical. And mm -hmm. so what are some of the things that we need to look for when it comes to trust? What are some of the things that in a process, what are some of the things that are going to let us know you can trust this process? When it comes that might be with, a curveball. No, no, it's, it's, it's good because with with trust let's we, we talked about it on a personal level but let's think of it in a, in a depart departmental or organizational level you won't have trust of a leader okay. if he doesn't explain the vision clearly if he's not a communicator and here's mm -hmm. the team they want to take the ball and roll with yeah. it and run with it and implement but they can't because they don't understand the vision they and then from not understanding the vision they don't trust yeah. the process so if you can already see the disaster, so many companies, right. so many clients that I've worked with, they have yeah. a vision, they have the, they have even a process sometimes, they have a strategy plan in place, but they can't execute it because the trust is not there yeah. to connect with the process to get the results. Got it. So it's the same thing mm -hmm. in regards to us. Sometimes we don't trust ourselves. We will go and ask for opinions. What do you right. think about that, Shannon? We don't trust our own process. We'll trust someone else's process. And this is where we, fo we follow in this path of I'm enough. I'm, if I had this vision that was given to me, then I can follow it through. But a lot of times a vision is given to us and then we can't communicate it or we don't trust in it. 
And then it takes us six years to put the, because we don't trust it. And because we don't trust it, it's taken us six, seven years to put something that we thought about seven years ago or eight, 10 years ago. And, I, and I'm saying this because I've had clients wow. until I would ask them that question, how long did you have this vision? And they would tell me, oh gosh, yeah. the, the longest one has been 15 years. The average number of years has been eight years of someone thinking of an idea and not taking the proper measures to uh, to place a process in place, to, to put a process in place, to follow through, mm -hmm. use it as your GPS or your roadmap to get the desired, yeah. the desired outcome. Why, did, why didn't we trust our process? So now we're going into possibly how we think ourselves, maybe someone who cares about us I, saying, well, you can't do it. You're, you're not enough. You need this extra, you need extra income. Don't try this. And then so all of these things starts to slow us down into implementing a process right. that we were thinking about. So trusting the process is process, but it's trusting Which if we would jump on it. So if we would jump on it, start mm -hmm. walking it out, what happens with the processes and getting us where we want to go? So you Can say that one it? more time. Or are, yes. we, are we in for the long run? Can we shift the we, process? We get to, do we get to shift our process? Yeah. Do we get to change it? Or once we commit to it, um, oh. help me understand what's the difference between being a, a crazy person who doesn't know when to stop and being the person who's got grit and doesn't give up easily? <laughs> oh, gosh. That's a that's a good question. Because uh, a lot of times, you know, you hear where it said, people would say, don't give up. And then there's a time that right. you should quit. So yeah. you got to go back to what is the plan? What is the, what is the end goal? The plan can mm -hmm. change, but the goal can stay the same. Okay. It's ah, finding out, that is so right? It's finding out, okay, this may not work. Let's try, let's try another, another way to identify, to keep moving. If there's a wall in front of you, walk around the wall, go over the wall, but sometimes you can't go mm -hmm. through that wall. Right. Just find a different way, a different uh, approach to getting to the end goal, whatever that end goal is. Wow. Carla, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule hmm. on a Sunday evening to share with us. I just value it so much. And and Carol says, let me see. She says here, she says, um, wisdom, I'm going to have to watch this a few times to get every nugget. <laughs> yes. Uh, a lot, a lot of really good stuff, and I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Are we looking at some questions? If we have some questions, do you have a little bit of time? Oh no, um, I'm, I'm on, cruising I'm the comments here. So okay, good. So if somebody has a question, drop it in there. Especially if you've got a question about maybe how to start your process. Like, how do you even get a process started when you've been sitting on a, a vision and a dream for 15 years, Carla? How, what's the first step of the process to get going? The first question that I ask is, what do you want? Mm. How does it look like for you? What's the vision? Mm. What do you wanna be in one year? three years, five years. I try not to go past five years. But what is, what is that picture? P 
give me a picture, give me a scene, you know, whether you're on stage or you're in your office, in your business, or you are, you know, having a, a way of living life, a different lifestyle. What does that look like? What do you see? Right. From that vision, you get that clarity, right? It's like wearing glasses in the fog. Where are you going? Right. So you have to know where you go. Vision, clarifying that vision, being able to have full clarity is key. Once you yeah. have clarity, you place a strategy. Now you're planning a strategy to identify the different aspects of this vision to put in mm -hmm. place to execute it so you can get the results. But you can't execute it without a process. So, so I want to leave I want to leave work. I want to leave my job in 6 months. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's the vision. Right. What's the plan? What's the plan? Save up your money, take away put uh, put so many, you know, dollars aside. What's the plan? Mm -hmm. And then be able to put a process where well, that that there there's a plan there still needs to be a process to put the plan into into place. Yeah. And it starts with the clarity. So we have it's a question awesome. here. It says, if you have a boss that is not a planner, I can hear, I can see all the eyes rolling right now. I, I mean, <laughs> oh gosh, do I know what this is like? If you have a boss that is not a planner, how do you get them moving? It sounds like you're saying to ask questions. So can you elaborate on that a little bit? Definitely, right? Good leaders ask great questions. So mm -hmm. getting into a common ground, communicating. So working with that relationship okay. uses using communication. Communication mm -hmm. is going to be key to be able to be in a space where you're not just talking, you're not speaking, but you're actually communicating. From mm -hmm. communicating, getting on solid ground with what it is that mm -hmm. leader what, what's the vision? Ask questions about the vision, like getting it out of him or her. Mm -hmm. What are you what are, what are you seeking? What does the result look like for you, sir or ma'am? What, what would you like yeah. to accomplish? You want to be able to build 50 purses a week? What, it, what, what does success look like for you? Right. And then so he and or she has to go through that, mm -hmm. huh? And ask the question: the, What is what are you going for here? What is success? How do we know we won? What what when do we want success? What does success look like? When do we want it? Who's mm. on the team to gain that success? Right, get those desired results, and then we yeah. work our way backwards. Oh, we have three months to do this. Okay, and then we need three people every month. You know, three team members every month. Okay. So then you start placing the process into play. And then he's able, He sometimes the person could be a leader and they can't visualize it. They know what they want, but they might not be able to visualize right. Right. how to get it. So asking those questions is really going to help clarify how to get to that, to that end zone, right? Uh, I love that for a bunch of reasons, <laughs> for a bunch of reasons. But th that asking questions, that's not threatening, right? It's not, you're doing this wrong. You have no idea what you're doing. You don't have a clue. You terrible boss, you. <laughs> that is not That is not how we motivate a boss, right? But when we ask those questions, so what's our end goal? How long do we have to get there? What are we working with? How can I help? 
Yes. Right. And now that process that gives them an opportunity to get some clarity. So actually for everybody who's watching, if you want to do, use a little coaching technique, that's mm -hmm. one of them right there. And you can, without, by being a servant and adding value, mm -hmm. you can help your boss to get that clarity by asking good questions. And I love that one. What does success look like? And how long do we have to get there? Exactly. And then, and then you may have a leader that may not even have a plan in place or goals in place. Yeah. And it, it could be a simple question. Of course, again, building that relationship, connecting yeah. and communicating with that leader. And then yeah. go into the space of, you know, today, today, we're in July. You know, what would you like to see accomplished? What would you love to see accomplished December 3rd by December 31st of this year? Do you have anything in mind right. anywhere I can add value to you or to the organization? Those type of right. questions are not as offensive, right? They're not offensive. They're not in a way like defensive to the person where now you're you're testing my leadership or you're questioning my leadership. It's just how can I help and then go from that space. Right. How can I help? How can I help? And And if they don't know some well-placed suggestions on a process might be in order. Yeah. What if it's our life that we need some um, processes in? What, what's our first step? What do we do? If we've, we've had the 15 year dream. When it comes to one big thing, when it comes on a personal journey, I, I'm, I'm thinking of three words, order, discipline, mm -hmm organization declutter it's kind of hard to it's like going to a buffet life is like a buffet but a lot of times we end up going to the buffet with a with a plate full of bones clear the plate once you clear the plate now you can go and select different things but before you select which diet are you on right in other words what yeah. would you want to accomplish what does success look like for you in six months? What would you like to accomplish on a personal level, yeah. December 31st, 2020? Is it losing five pounds? Is it paying the house? Building a business? What is that, what is that goal? And then from that, yeah. be able to start writing down steps, a plan to reach those goals. I love it. Carla, you are awesome. Thank you so much. Whoops, I've got this for you. This is how people can reach Carla Andrews. If, if you are building a business and you are looking for processes and you need branding to go along with it, Carla is your woman. As you can tell, she is committed to not just doing things and getting things done, but she's committed to the purpose, right? And the, the mission. I love that. Carla, thank you for joining us. And I thank everybody who tuned in. This has been a great, great session. Uh, looking forward to taking a deeper dive and thinking about some of the things you've shared with us about trust the process. And with that, I'm going to wish everybody Everybody, a wonderful night. Mwah! Take care. God bless you. And for those of you who are curious about Zoom, tune into the Thrive in Page Change, Thrive in Change page on Tuesday.
at noon Eastern, and I'm going to spend an hour walking through some things that might help you. With that, we'll say farewell. Bye. Thank you. It was a pleasure.